0: Bhagavan Shiyadi Shankaracharya, lovingly giving these gems of life wisdom and finally giving also the sadhana, the practices by which our extroverted mind, constantly indulging in greed for wealth, or attachment to pleasures can be intelligently mastered and brought to a state of single-pointedness. And such a mind which has been purified, such a mind is then ready for the antarang sadhana, for the final discovery, for meditation. So, having pointed out the five, and that is singing and living the Gita, constant remembrance of the glory of the Lord through His thousands of names, seeing His glory and through His glory the universe, constantly meditating on the Lord of the universe, taking the mind and keeping it in the company of the holy, the wise, the devotees, satsang and purifying the mind and our actions through charity towards those who are needy. In fact, in our culture, it is considered not a charity, but an opportunity to serve. With this, when the mind is purified, single-pointed, and has got a clear knowledge of the means and the goal, and has become devoted and dedicated to the goal. Here, in this last but one stanza of Mohamudgara, Bhagwan Shankaracharya points out to us this inner Journey. He sings Pranayamam Pratyaharam Nitya Nitya Vive Kavicharam Japya Sameta Samadhi Vidhanam Kuru Avadhanam Mahadavadhanam bhaja govindam bhaja govindam Govindam bhajhamoodam ate Sampraapte sannihite kale Nahi nahi rakshati karane Pranayamam pratyaharam Withdraw the mind from the senses and its preoccupation with the ever-changing situation, things and beings of the world through pranayama, through regulating the life force and life energy and life's expression and withdrawal of the mind is possible when the mind is directed to contemplate on something more enriching something higher, and therefore points out that pranayamam pratyaharam, nitya anitya viveka vicharam Let the mind reflect, contemplate on that which is permanent and that which is impermanent with discrimination, recognizing the permanent in midst of all the impermanent the changeless in midst of all the change japya sameta samadhi vidhanam and along with constant single pointed repetition japa samadhi vidhanam reach the state of samadhi the inner silence the state of meditation. But a timely warning is given, Guru avadanam, mahad avadanam. Do it very, very carefully. There is no hari-bari in this path. This five steps to the inner state of stillness, quietude, meditation and being with one's own self. These five steps are pointed out. Pranayama, this word pranayama, prana means all the physiological functions that happen in the body. There are five pranas, main pranas, prana Apana, Vyana, Samana, Udhana. It is with these pranas or these physiological functions that the body is able to live and act in the world outside. They are respiration, excretion. Digestion, circulation, and the capacity to evacuate not only the jiva, the soul from the body, but also to be able to leave our old way of thinking and rocket ourselves to greater heights of new knowledge. These are the capacities in us But most of our life's energies are wasted in all extrovertedness and not in discovery and being ourselves. So, not in the discovery of ourselves and being ourselves. Popularly, pranayama has become breath regulation. But in a higher sense when all the five pranas are regulated and the pranas are also interlinked with each other. It means in the highest sense all our life expressions are well regulated like a tortoise to know when to express yourself in the world and also the capacity to withdraw your mind from all extrovertedness. Since the pranas are linked with each other, the prana that we can regulate, which is very visible to us, is our breathing. And therefore, also popularly, pranayama became only breath regulation not even breath control, breath regulation. We have seen also in our direct experience that when your digestion is poor, when you are constipated, you see also how the condition of your mind is. At the same time, the link between the breath and the mind. When you find that your mind is agitated, your breath also becomes erratic. Especially, you see, when you're angry, you've got a dragon breath. And your mind is calm, your breath is harmonious. Same way, your breath is also linked to all your pranas. Same way, your digestion is also linked to your breathing, and all the other pranas. And when the pranas are out of balance, either we are feeling lethargic, or we are too over active, therefore, a proper regulation of our pranas. In the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, Sri Krishna gives number of regulation of pranas, including how our diet can help us in pranayama and that is regulating our life force, our life energy from being dissipated or being dull to make it active but harmonious giving us not only good health and vitality, bringing dynamism in our action. But most important is bringing a sense of cheerfulness, an attitude that is positive and dynamism in our mind and intellect. And at a subtler level, our mind and intellect become integrated, calm and peaceful. Such a mind has the strength to withdraw at will from the sense organs and its extrovertedness. This is called as Pratyahara. When that capacity to withdraw at will and turn the mind's attention from its extroverted indulgence, to turn in contemplation on the Self which is constant, eternal, unchanging. When the mind is calm and peaceful, intellect takes over. Mere questioning is not the intellect, but the capacity to know, to go beyond the present limitations of our experiences and to know the subtlest of ideas. This capacity arises within us when the mind is quiet and balanced. In such an intellect rises the discriminative, the viveka, the discriminative capacity. And to be able, not just to know what is permanent and impermanent, but to discover and recognize what is impermanent and what is permanent and to be dedicated, to be single-pointed towards that which is eternal, timeless and permanent. This capacity the intellect develops to discriminate and even recognize that every experience of every object in the world that we experience through our senses, mind, and intellect. Everything that is seen, experienced, felt, known as an object is constantly changing and is related to the condition of the equipments, the upadis, And knowing very well that what we seek is that which is permanent, to have the capacity to withdraw the mind from that which is impermanent and direct it towards that which is permanent. The seer who is seeing all the change. To quieten the mind further, what we required is constant, single-pointed repetition of an idea or a mantra which is called as Japa. Even to quieten the mind at the mental level, japa, of a mantra, potent with ideas or even with the knowledge that gives us this discrimination between the permanent and the impermanent. Not only through these mantras we can quieten our minds, but once we have discovered that contemplative capacity, that discrimination by which we can clearly know and turn our minds away from that which is constantly changing or even slowly changing, then that same knowledge to constantly remember and keep your mind steady is called as Japa. Even a mantra with its own vibrations, when we single-pointedly chant it, first maybe loudly, then as a whisper, and then only in the mind, Helps us to quieten the mind and in devotion direct the mind towards the ideal or the altar of its love. When the mind calms down, the intellect becomes contemplative. This contemplative mind and intellect, having already a clear capacity of discrimination and recognising that not only the world of experience is constantly changing, but this body which is seen, these pranas which are flowing, even the mind and the intellect, its feelings and its thoughts are also changing. And in that quiet mind, we can detect the presence of that ever-present witness, that ever-present constant consciousness. And as the mind turns in its attempt to discover this consciousness, When all thoughts of objects are gone from the mind, the mind becomes quieter and quieter and quieter. And such a mind-intellect equipment develops a unique power with lack of words, the power of contemplation or intuition. Where it can transcend itself. And such a mind, when all objects are no longer disturbing the mind, the mind gets hushed into silence and the ever-present consciousness, which was there even when there were all thoughts, when midst of the thoughts. gets as though lost, and when the intellect becomes still, steady, the dhi becomes sama, or the intellect dissolves in the Atma, the Self, which is constant, the same, sama at all times. This attempt to bring the mind to this state is contemplation, but when the mind becomes silent, it is called as meditation, Samadhi. Up till here, you can bring your mind. After that, as Gurudev would say, you are just dissolved and sucked into that infinite bliss. The salt doll entering into the ocean dissolves to become one with the ocean. However, this practice, Kuru Avadhanam Mahad Avadhanam, meditation. Is not a revolution. It is not just charging into the meditation room, quickly completing the rituals and the formality and dashing out. Nor one should become desperate, over anxious in the seat of meditation, for that again disturbs the mind. Guru Avadhanam, Ujjagurudev, has used a very beautiful expression, hasten slowly. This is an evolution, not a revolution. The mind, the most powerful equipment in the universe is also, as you know from your life experiences, the most delicate equipment it has not to be suppressed, it has not to wildly express, but it has to be gently with devotion, with dedication, with wisdom, led into the state of meditation. Just as a bud blooms in its own time, And if you are impatient and in a hurry, either you will give up and walk away to see its magical blooming, gentle blooming into a beautiful flower wafting its beauty and fragrance. Or in your impatience, You try to open the petals forcefully, it will neither have beauty nor fragrance. Having watered the plant, when it has started giving the buds of the contemplative mind an inspiration, keep your mind just steady in that contemplation, and you will find that slowly, 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 the flower begins to bloom. And as the flower blooms, don't get impatient to remove the petals so that you can get the fruit of realization. When the flower blooms, the bee comes to pollinate it. The Guru comes with the knowledge or the knowledge given by the Guru settles into the very heart of the flower. And as the flower matures, naturally, effortlessly, gracefully drops its petals. And just after the petals fall, the sweet fruit emerges. It is in this gentle manner, one has to cajole the mind into meditation and keep it intrigued in meditation and let the flower bloom Let it mature, let the petals fall, let the vairagya come effortlessly as you turn your mind towards the higher. And as your mind turns towards the higher, the petals will naturally fall. And what happens is that fruit of knowledge matures into enlightenment, realization. Therefore, guru avadhanam, mahad avadhanam, bhaja govindam, bhaja govindam, govindam bhaja mudhamate. Therefore, with devotion, with dedication, whatever instructions the great Acharya has given, the Guru has given, We follow with dedication and let this unfoldment take place effortlessly. Our dedication must be there. But insistence and impatience in any field of activity is what causes stress, anxiety, and ego. If a guru avadhanam mahad avadhanam pujya gurudev based on these beautiful gems even guided us through meditation the whole purpose is that you du- during these times of uncertainty we have with us this blessing this knowledge and we make that change by which we reach the changeless and holding on to the changeless you do not have to worry about any change any uncertainty thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy to understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.